that fun. It's kind of, it's kind of cool that you. What's that by you? So we're in coffee time. Yeah. I, uh, I'm recording. Spend a lot. I know. Okay. <laughs> so, I'm not an idiot. Um, I used to spend a lot of time here in college, actually, and I'm trying to get my fix of Portland coffee time mm -hmm. before we leave today. So we're in Northwest Portland. Mm -hmm. um, we're in this little, like, cubicle. Um, of a nook of a coffee shop. Looks like it would be a good place to hang out. Like it is a good place to hang out. <laughs> it's really echoey. There's a lot of art. Um, it's like a like a booth, but it's completely enclosed. It's real interesting. Yeah, it's, um, it's a good spot. This has been one of my favorite spots. It's been around for a long yeah. time. Yeah, I'm looking at the uh, community like billboard. Let's call it a billboard or pin, pin board, and a lot of the alternative newspapers, including the Portland Mercury, which I have one in my hand. But um, Lindsay's taking selfies. <laughs> I like the background; it's my favorite thing. I, it's so funny because in college I used to come here and quote unquote study, whatever you want to call that, at eighteen um, in a big city. Quote unquote, you didn't actually study? Um, not a lot, but when I did, I came here. <laughs> you just like to hang out and drink coffee. Basically. Um, but I did do a lot of reading in this actual nook. Quote unquote reading? Book. No, actually. Or actual reading. Actual reading. Why are you being such a pretentious jerk face all of a sudden? I'm not. I don't know. You're kind of in a mood. I'm not in a mood. Maybe you should drink some more coffee today. See how that works out. I'm drinking coffee. Good thing. So read for fun or read for like whatever you... No, read for school. I had a class called Sex, Mind, and the Mask and it was Portland State's um, equivalent of like your prerequisites for liberal arts. Hmm. And so I got into that one and it was talking about gender studies and Is that what you're studying? No, Le it was... Liberal arts? Well, it was part of our prerequisite curriculum at Portland State. But the degree you wanted was a liberal arts? Or? No. No, I was actually going to school for communications and then I was going for anthropology, but um, <laughs> I changed my major a few times. But uh, when I started, that's what it was. But Portland State had these like kind of offbeat um, liberal arts degree focused core classes that you had to pick from. And Sex, Mind, and the Mask was the one that I got into, so. Makes sense. Portland is a very, <laughs> is a very offbeat place. Yeah, it was a weird core bunch of classes. It was like hmm. gender, sexuality, like um, studying roles in literature and how that affects like sexuality and gender portrayal in art. It hmm. was a very intense class. It was good. It was also a little bit awkward at times. Was but it helpful to your curriculum? I think it was study? helpful to my perspective in life. Hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it had anything to do with what I was actually studying at the time, but it was definitely helpful for my perspective and hmm. stuff in life. So I'm excited to try this matcha latte, by the way. Yeah. It is pretty beautiful. It is pretty beautiful. It's like latte art, but the... It's like very dreamy. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's green instead of like... It's green and white instead of like brown and white. Like you see... Like if you look up... If you Google mod, um, latte art, you'll usually see a little flower and... Um, brown and white colors. This is the same thing, but it's like green and white. It's pretty neat. It's so black and yellow. Black and yellow. Black and yellow. <laughs> um, yeah. So, 
what do you think? Um, we're our trip is wrapping up. It's a little bittersweet. Like for me. I know bittersweet leaving. Like your thoughts on Portland, like just. Gosh, my thoughts on Portland. It's. It I, I I like I like traveling. With you, I just I like experiencing new places. I always have. Mm-hmm. And Portland is just a very interesting place. And it is. Is evoke or invoke? Invokes, evokes, it, it evokes, evokes emotions. A lot of emotions for me. Me too. Like, I feel. Okay, I'll let you talk because I asked you the question. Like, no, no, go ahead. I want you to. I want you. To, I want to hear your perspective before I share mine because I don't want mine to influence yours. Yeah. <laughs> I have this feeling of like. I don't know if it, I don't know if it's right or if it's wrong or what, but like my feeling is like it. it it's not fair. <laughs> it's not fair. It's not fair that. What is it like life? It's not fair that like people live here like this, and then there's people that I don't know. Maybe there's a good and a bad side to things, but I'm thinking like it's not fair that people like we we're we were driving here and there's like. Like kids and their parents, like riding their bikes around, like happy go lucky. And my kid got to witness a robbery yesterday. <laughs> you know that, what I mean? Yeah, no, I. It's not fair. I don't know. Like, and I, I, I grew up in um, a pretty unique community. But, uh, what you doing? I'm just adding a picture so that I can remember this moment. Instagramming? Yeah. I'm listening to you. I hope you know that. Okay. Um, it's it's, it's It's probably a wrong, it's probably a wrong. Is it a, is it a jealousy or is it just like I think it might be a little envy. Envy? A little, maybe a little jealousy. Is, it, is your envy green like this matcha latte? Um, yes. It is green like that matcha latte. Like the giant Pacific Northwest trees? Yes. See, I'm, I'm very defensive of my home. And I, I feel like I always have to be defensive of my home. I feel like I have to defend my home because it's my home. Like... I think that's a Albuquerque but, attitude, even. And, and people don't have to defend Portland. Everybody loves Portland. Like, you've never had to defend Portland. Everybody just agrees with you. Like, yeah, Portland's amazing. People bike... Everywhere, there are amazing houses, amazing trees, like the beaches over there. Like, nobody's ever ever had to defend Portland, you know what I mean? But like me, every turn I have to, you know, I have to try to prove to people, or at least I feel like I have to prove to people, like, that Albuquerque's an okay place. And it's getting harder and harder to do that. You know, I think there's two sides to that. Um, you can hear the espresso machine in the background. Yeah. <laughs> How Portland of us. Um, but the thing is, I feel like the good things in a city can defend themselves. Um, I don't feel like Albuquerque needs us to defend it because people that come to Albuquerque like willingly on their own to visit or see it because it's new, I feel like they have that sense of wonder, kind of like people who come to Portland do. Mm-hmm. Like, I would say our reputation is what gets in the way because you have things like Breaking Bad and you have things like Better Call Saul and like there's some truth to that to an extent but if that's the only thing people see or they only see the news where they're talking about oh Albuquerque has the highest amount of you know 
car theft in the country right now, mm -hmm. and it's the poorest state. If that's the only thing you're paying attention to, of course you're going to have a bad taste in your mouth. Um, it's hard not to pay attention to those things. Well, it is. Like, especially me being an educator and you and you and um, your service. Like, we see it. It's in front of us. Yeah, but we also see the crappy part of humankind and poverty every day because that's our job. Mm -hmm. If I was a like an artist in New Mexico, or I was a barista in New Mexico, or I was um, doing something else that was more upbeat and positive in that community, I wouldn't have that perspective as much. It's because you and I, because of our jobs and our careers, we are placed in front of the worst parts of humanity in our city daily. So you kind of have to try not to be cynical, and it's hard. Um, it's interesting because this morning we were having breakfast with my friend Andrew, and he was saying that his girlfriend admires the fact that I've done case management, which I can appreciate, and, and thank you. It is hard. Um, but it's, it's not anything admirable. <laughs> Like, and I'm not saying that to sound like a humble is it, brag. Is it's, it for you, like, just what you do, or...? It's just because I like people. If I... It's... I, I care about people. It's my nature to enjoy being around people. And I enjoy problem-solving with people. And so, maybe that's more selfish. Like, it's not like I'm some, like, saintly person, and I'm like, oh, I just want to give of myself all the time. It's not really that. It's just kind of where my personality fits my career. And I think that if you are a person that is like that, like trying to advertise of how humble you are, like you wouldn't last in the field. No, because you don't, okay, from a, from a professional perspective, case management, you never, you never get paid enough, quote, like, like financially to deal with the things that you deal with. You have to actually want to be doing that job to do it and to do it well. If you are doing it for money or for admiration or to somehow make yourself feel better and give yourself a pat on the back, you're not going to last. You're going to end up really cynical and angry. Oh, there's a dog. And, um, <laughs> and you're not going to make it. Like, and, I, and again, that's not to be like humble bragging. It's literally because it's hard not to get cynical when you see that every single day. You just have to realize that you're only seeing one piece of, of, of a society. Maybe, not all of it. maybe you're getting the full story too because I, I think that people in Albuquerque like now I don't mean to talk about Albuquerque because we're in Portland. We should enjoy Portland. No, but, I think um, it's a good conversation. Um, people in Albuquerque, they are aware. Mm -hmm. You know, they're aware. Well, the they're they're aware the that um, yeah, we're the poorest state in the country. Um, teen pregnancy is the highest in New Mexico than it is anywhere else in the in the country. Right. Um, education is the worst. Like we were second worst, which is nothing to be proud of. But now it's even. Now you're just bragging. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Now, now we are the worst. Um, we just saw a news article that, like, car thefts in Albuquerque are the highest in 2016 than any other place, Albuquerque. Um, like, people who are watching the news in Albuquerque, they know, like, we have these issues. Mm -hmm. But for you, and maybe a little bit me, like, we, we get to see the backstory a little bit. I don't know. No, and that's true. I think we get a good balance because there's some really great people in Albuquerque and there's some really great things happening too. Like, there is an amazing art scene in Albuquerque and, and Santa Fe and like the whole area. Like, the art there is something different than I have ever seen anywhere else. You know, I have a friend here in Portland who is an artist and 
he was telling me, like, I would love to get into a gallery in Santa Fe because Santa Fe has a progressive attitude towards art that Portland doesn't have yet. And I was like, what do you mean? Like, that's interesting. And he said, Portland is still, as far as art goes, it's very stuck in a certain, like, genre and a certain subtype of art. Yeah. And he said, New Mexico is, like, on the frontier for good art, and it's progressive, and there's things that you can try, like, artistically mm-hmm. in the Southwest that would not fly here. Yeah. And I can respect that. Like, that's coming from an outside perspective. You know, um, again, we are... One thing about New Mexico that I like is we are an up-and-coming city. Well, not New Mexico, Albuquerque. We're an up-and-coming city. We have all these new businesses and coffee shops, like, kind of booming. Sort of how Portland probably was changing in the 90s. (coughs) But, like, it's been undiscovered. So we are at the peak of something really good. It's still affordable. And I have no doubt that Albuquerque can be just like Portland. And I think we're moving that direction. We're, we're not there yet, economically. But, like, the spirit and the heart and the artistic, like, mindset of that mm. is, is coming. Do you think, and it's do you think there's Do you think there's a resistance in Albuquerque? You know what I mean? Like, a resistance towards not accepting, like, being last. You know what I mean? Like, is, is, there, is there that spirit... In like, Albuquerque, there are other people who are like that are not willing to accept. I think it's generational, honestly. Yeah. Um, I just I don't want to say coming from an outside perspective because I've been there for over a decade, but I think that the older generations in New Mexico did accept mediocrity, and they have accepted like that this is the way it is. Well, and now it's, it's not, it's not, it's not like mediocrity anymore. I think I think it's gone from mediocrity to just unacceptable like just bottom you know what I mean like like when you read these stories about child abuse and like it's just it's just bad no and that's true but that's everywhere yeah that's everywhere it's not just in New Mexico and the thing is you have to sometimes hit rock bottom before you can be completely revamped and built back up you have to sometimes shake that system down Mm -hmm. before you can rebuild it into something that works I think we're there Yeah, and I'm excited to be a part of that. I mean, that's why I'm kind of like, I would love to move to Portland. I love Portland, but I almost have this innate curiosity to see what's going to happen in Albuquerque. You think something good will happen? I think we're on our way to something good. I think it's going to take a while, but I think that I I see a shift. I see people moving there. I see things happening, and it might be slow moving, but I do see progress. And I'm excited to see where that progress takes us as a city. Yeah. Well... A couple of uh, episodes. I don't know. I, I feel weird calling it a podcast or episodes or anything. Can I, like, can I add one more thing? Yes. Because I'm on this topic and I'm uh-huh. sorry. I feel like the good thing about coming to Portland is you can see the end result of progress or you can see the polished result of progress. Portland is more polished. They've been doing this for a while. Mm-hmm. But you can see, you get a glimpse of what our city could be mm-hmm. when it moves a different direction. It's like looking at a timeline. We're looking at the beginning in Albuquerque, and then we're kind of looking a little bit further down the timeline in Portland, and you're seeing what could be. But people have to mentally and emotionally invest in that. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it'll happen. I do. Yeah. People, people are intrigued by New Mexico. We are interesting, and we are off the grid, off the map. People don't know about us. We are kind of still that, like mysterious little place that if you've never been you have no idea what to expect and that right. can be to our advantage yeah 
as long as we stop um, stealing people's things out of their U-Hauls as they're passing through. I don't yeah. know how many times I read a story and it's like, oh, so-and-so is passing through from blah, 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 blah town to blah, 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 blah town and lost all their belongings. And I'm like, oh my gosh, seriously, Albuquerque, stop. Stop this. I don't know. Well, we need to stop carrying that attitude of being on the defensive. Mm -hmm. um, we can be more proactive towards mm -hmm. change and less defensive towards like resisting change. Right. <laughs> well, a couple of episodes before prior. Mm -hmm. prior. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was talking about I had like a spiritual kind of weird attachment to Santa Fe when we go there. Mm -hmm. did, I remember. Did you, I remember did you feel that on this trip towards Portland? I do. Um, I was telling, like I was telling my friend Andrew, um, this trip for me has been about a lot of closure and I don't really, really want to get into that stuff like on this episode, but personally there's a lot of things that I felt like I needed some closure on just from my childhood and from growing up here and, and just some things in my own life that I needed I needed to have some closure for myself and I feel like I got that on this trip and that's sentimental to me. That's I feel like this trip has allowed me to kind of move forward in a few ways and that's really good. That's really healthy for me. Um, I needed it mm -hmm. and I definitely am grateful that I had the opportunity to do that because I think I can go back home now and sort of process it and like move forward. Yeah. You know? Are you are you saying like because of the way that you're moved away from Portland? A little. Yeah. Um, there's... You said you didn't want to go into it. I'm sorry. Well, I can be general, but it's complicated. Um, my brother had cancer when I was a kid, mm -hmm. and my dad and I lived here in Portland. My mom had to move to Seattle to be with my brother because he was getting treatment up there. And I was actually really anxious about going and visiting Seattle on this trip mm -hmm. because it holds a lot of really heavy feelings for me. Right. Um, and I just wasn't like sure like how I was going to react, honestly. Because and driving that I-5 and seeing all those places you and your dad stopped and stuff. Yeah, it, it does. A, it, I really honestly have not had a chance to process some parts of like that part of my life. But I feel like I was able to in a healthy way this time. That's good. Um, I'm glad I was here with you. Yeah, me too. Well, and, and I, I want to be able to make good and happy memories here that I can take with me instead of only having negative ones. And I think that was the biggest thing. Like, there's certain memories that I had, like, of Portland and of Seattle, of childhood things, like, that were just sad and unhappy and depressing. And I never got a chance to really process through them. And so being here and creating new memories to kind of, like, overshadow those crappy ones has been really nice. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's so. good. Well, I think we've both kind of like gone through our most, our both kind of like emotional things, like yeah, on this trip. Yeah. I uh, am realizing a couple things. Um, one, we have a really good church. Yeah. We have a good community. We have good friends. Well, we've put roots down. Like mm -hmm. we've invested in, in rooting ourselves somewhere, and mm -hmm. I love that. Yeah. What I like about our church is that they realize that they have work to do. Well, they realize that the community is not perfect, but they also realize they can be part of that solution yeah. instead of just like waiting for someone else yeah. to do it. And I, I, think, I think a lot of the communities that we've been a part of since we've been in Albuquerque have been kind of just... Stagnant? Yeah, stagnant. It's And I, I kind of don't like 
the phrase that we embrace in Albuquerque being um, the land of manana mm-hmm. I hate that like be like let's do this now you know what I mean like let's the land of today the land of today like let's get it done like yeah like, manana means like let's do it tomorrow like it, and yeah. if you put something off tomorrow and tomorrow then you don't ever do it and right. so it's kind of true about New Mexico like right. the land of manana is like it'll never get done and that, that's me too like I, I feel like I feel like here people get things done they're like let's yeah. do this now like yeah. I, I'm not gonna wait let's do this now and in Albuquerque, it's like, oh man, I need, I should do that someday. <laughs> I'll get to it. Yeah. And then it never gets to it. Like, well, yeah. it never goes past the I should do this phase. It just kind right. of sits in that forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. People, and that's that's I think the biggest thing that drives me crazy is like, when you know you need to do something, mm-hmm. then do it. Don't sit there and talk about how you need to do it because talking about how you need to do it isn't going to get it done. True. You know, I, you can talk about I shoulda, coulda, woulda all day long, mm-hmm. but in the end, that doesn't accomplish anything. Right. So that's kind of like one of those things where I feel like that attitude needs to be embraced a little more in New Mexico. Like, if you have the tools to do it and you have the ability and the time to do it, then why are we not doing it? True. You know, like, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know... I'm just enjoying, like, kind of soaking in these last, like, couple hours in Portland and, and really just, you know, taking it in, thinking about it, taking it back with us, seeing what we can do. Right. Yeah, I need to, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just, I'm, I'm weird. I'm a weird person. Oh, really? Just a little bit. Oh, how weird, I had no idea. Um, I brought an Albuquerque journal from Albuquerque. You left it somewhere so someone would find it, right? No, I haven't. So I'm, I think I'm going to, after we talk here, I'm going to go grab it and just going to leave it on the counter there. You should. Just so people, I don't know. I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm weird. I, I'm just strange. But I get that though. Like, <laughs> like you just kind of want to, like, sort of subtly, like, leave that perspective for yeah. somebody. Well, I Maybe think about how cool it would be if I was at like Humble or Java Joe's or something, like having a cup of coffee. It doesn't happen very often. Well, some, more often now that I'm like John's into coffee. Yeah. So, awesome. uh, my buddy and John. And my friend Christina's into coffee. I'm so excited. I'm. I saw her yesterday. You saw, we saw her and her husband and her baby, who's adorable, mm-hmm. yesterday, and um, she drinks coffee now, so when she comes to visit New Mexico, hint, hint, Christina, um, <laughs> I have so many places I want to take you. <laughs> yeah, Humble, uh, Java Joe's is, Java Joe's I think is probably my favorite spot. It is. I do like it's it. It's OG for sure. I it's love pretty, Java's. It's pretty damn OG. Although, Velvet Coffee House is slowly creeping Where's up. Where's Velvet? In Old Town, we went there like oh, twice. Oh yeah, yeah, Velvet was pretty cool. I feel like that might be my new up and coming spot. I do love Humble though. They yeah. are they are by far like the nicest people. They're super cool, and they're right by Highland. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if I, if I was at one of those coffee shops and and I just happened upon like a like a what's the what's the is it the Oregon Oregonian? Oregonian? Yeah. Is it the Portland Oregonian? I think. Or is it just Oregonian. the Oregonian? Yeah. The because Oregonian. in in Santa Fe we have the Santa Fe New Mexican. Mm. But, um, no, that's just the Oregonian. So, <laughs> we don't have to. It's called the New Mexican, but it's the Santa Fe New Mexican. In case you were confused. If, yeah, in case you were confused. <laughs> but if I was there and I just, oh, there's, there's an Oregonian, I would absolutely read it because I would love to know what's going on yeah. in, in Oregon. Yeah. So, can I tell you a little bit more about how please, weird I am? Please tell me how weird you are. I want to um, more. I don't know if it's weird or just, I, or just, I, I have no idea. But, uh, I love to like when I'm traveling watch the local news I like to see like oh what do the weather people do what does their set look like 
I like to know like what's going on in their city, and it's weird. And one well, time, it's like you're taking the local temperature of like what what's important to yeah. people here. Like, what do they care about right now? Mm-hmm. Like, what's on their minds? Right. Because I'm super used to like our our stuff. We watch the local news every morning. Care QE. Yeah. Thirteen. Kristen uh, Curry. Kristen she, Curry. Our five-year-old loves to watch you in the morning if you're ever listening she's, to this. She's absolutely listening. She knows all about us. I'm sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. Luke was, do you What's remember the, when he used to be like all about that? And he'd be like, I need to watch the news. And we're like, you're four years old. What do you need to watch the news for? I know. What are you waiting for? He likes the weather. He'll get excited and say, <laughs> hey, Dad, there's a cold front coming in. Well, we're going to have a high of 52 and a 30% chance of rain, partly cloudy. I'm like, what? Um, he gets that from you. <laughs> that is all you. That weirdness is Makes genetic. Me proud. Yeah. Makes me proud, my boy. Genetic weirdness. Um, Adam Atchison, love him. Oh. And I don't know, I can't remember like, the other lady's name. Oh. What's her name? I don't know. Huh. Why? That's so bad. We watch them every morning. I know, that's so bad. I feel but, like I forgot the name of a good friend. I know. <laughs> wow, we are a bunch of jerks. Yeah. But yeah, you know, I have to ask you. So who are you asking? I'm asking you. Me or all our fans? I'm asking you. <laughs> they can listen. Um, you know we don't have any. Fans. All our fans, like um, Ryan Freeman, my brother. Yeah. Ryan, thanks for listening. We really appreciate you like listening, dude. Okay. okay. I don't. I don't want to like bring him up every episode because this well, isn't his deal. Um, <laughs> you have your own life to deal with. So, what was your? What has been like the most interesting or cool or strange thing that you've seen in Portland, or all three actually, since you've been here this time? Cool, interesting, or strange? Or maybe all three. Um, I think uh, the pedestrian culture <laughs> is that even a thing? Well, but I just, could just I, I knew people rode bikes around here, but it is intense, like. It is really intense. Right, it's and a major I, form I, of transportation. Yeah, I tried to cycle to work in Albuquerque, and I'm terrified. Like, there are some people who cycle to work. I see them on the way to and from work, but it is nowhere near Portland. And well, then, like, pedestrians, the it's like... It's like a small minority right. movement. Motorists are kind of put in their place here. Like, you know what I mean? They're very aware of pedestrians. Not, not, not just people on motorcycles, but I've seen I some skateboarders. more and, conscientious also. And, yeah, um, it's just sort of the culture. You have to be kind of conscientious. Just like people, conscientious people who are walking around, like they, if they're in a crosswalk, they like, yeah, I have the right of way. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? In Albuquerque, pedestrians You're are like, please don't hit me. Pedestrians like, are terrified. Like, yeah. I will stop at a crosswalk when I'm driving, and I'll try to let a person cross in front of the crosswalk, and they're like, no, you go. Like, you go. I'm, I don't trust you. I always wait a couple extra seconds yeah. after the light turns because I know someone's yeah. gonna run it. <laughs> so there's that, and then, and then number two. Um, which has been on my mind is just cost of living. Like, we kind of drove around Portland, drove around Lake Oswego, drove around Seattle. Lake Oswego is its uh, own animal, though. I don't. Yeah, I think I don't the Pacific Northwest. Maybe, maybe just a West Coast thing. But we were just looking at just we were wondering like about prices and stuff. And half a million dollars in Portland doesn't really buy you a whole lot of house. But I guess that's not. I guess people. That's not what they're worried about. No, people are but, more worried about what neighborhood, what's around you, mm-hmm. what um, shops and restaurants. It, it, the size of the house is is not the concern. Mm-hmm. It's the location and it's the accessibility of like 
getting to public transportation so you can go do what you want to do and people despite the weather in portland people are outside a lot mm -hmm. people are always out doing stuff right. so it's almost like if you have a park or you have a great neighborhood you don't really need a yard you don't really need to have a huge house because you're not planning on being in your house all the time like you're out doing things right you know um so the houses and i feel like we're getting loud okay well maybe <laughs> the houses and uh like think about what half a million dollars would buy you in Albuquerque yeah. or New Mexico a lot so there's that um, I don't I don't know if anything else kind of oh just that people can make that much money to afford their life so I was thinking I was thinking either Adjusted a, inflation. a couple of things I was keeping a couple of things based on the housing prices mm -hmm. either a yeah. people have amazing jobs and they make a ton of money <laughs> or B people are just like crazy in debt wow. <laughs> or maybe a little bit of both I don't know I think also if you've lived here your whole life I mean you've adjusted to living here like you mm -hmm. you know what I mean like you're you've already adjusted to that cost of living because you've been here mm -hmm. um, it it certainly would be hard to move somewhere and then you know move somewhere like from Albuquerque here and financially adjust if you're used to living on Albuquerque standards and mm -hmm. then coming to Portland like you would have to downsize a lot right until you could adjust to the cost of living, which would be hard. Um, is there anything that you love about, like that you like a certain place or thing that you've seen or done or eaten or? <laughs> um, our hotel was pretty unique. Yeah. <laughs> um, was. It was what was it called? The Crystal Hotel. Yeah. So it's, it's four floors. Um, super super small hotel rooms. Definitely kids. But it was like a. What'd you say? I said it's definitely kitsch for sure. Oh, I almost said, I almost thought you said kid friendly. Like, not really. <laughs> no, no, no. Kitschy. Like, um, kitsch. Like. It's a um, super old building, but they like rock and roll themed it out. Mm -hmm. um, every room is a, like a band room. And like we were in the Jefferson Airplane yeah. room. And it was, and they had the Somebody to Love lyrics like written across on the wall. On the wall. Uh, but the rooms have no bathroom. Rooms have no bathroom. Um, there's four bathrooms per floor. Yeah, it's a community shared yeah. bathrooms per floor, and they have showers and stuff. But yeah, but that was that was the weirdest hotel I've ever been to. It's kind of like staying in a hostel, but yeah, but really it was being called a hotel. And it was hotel prices. But yeah, and they they have paid. this. <laughs> They have a like the stairwell. They have these paintings of just different scenes, and there was one painting that was like absolutely creepy. In fact, like I had a hard time falling asleep. Just <laughs> a like, weird job. So things like that make yeah. Portland. Um, I think I think number two was like how nice people were. Yeah, people are super nice. Um, not even just in Portland, but in Seattle, mm -hmm. where where Dan and Julie live. Like they had a neighbor just come over and hang out. Um, I think people are just nice. Yeah, we had we had a fun talk with the bartender last night. We stopped into um, the Shanghai Tunnel Bar down in Chinatown in Portland, just because I was curious. It's mm -hmm. it's kind of where there's all the tunnels and stuff. And I was like, oh, that looks kind of cool. So we stopped in. We were the only people there, and we were talking to the bartender, and like, you know, making friends. And I, I, it's just funny because that's the kind of stuff that happens. Like, mm -hmm. I feel like you can easily just talk and, and make a friend right. here people are more open to talking with you and like mm -hmm. it's not just hey how's the weather mm -hmm. how about those lobos Bro brock from uh, salt lake yeah brock from salt lake what's funny because <laughs> brock was like oh i've been in new mexico it was a place uh you know i can't remember it was like something where like albuquerque he's like yeah it's albuquerque they had a skate park there and i was like oh whatever 
He yeah. doesn't know Albuquerque. But then we were talking about New York, and he was like, oh, you know, it's that place in New York. It's like, it's like Manchester. I was like, we're like Manhattan. So the fact that he didn't remember Albuquerque didn't, didn't make me feel that bad because he forgot Manhattan. Yeah. No, but it was cool, though. Like, he, you could tell he was a genuine dude just having a conversation. We actually exchanged information, and I'm like, if you ever come to New Mexico, you know, come hang yeah. out. It'd be cool. Yeah. Hope, um, you, hope he does. He was really nice. Yeah, he was a cool guy. He was also bearded, like you. Bearded and hatted. Yeah, so I feel like you guys had that beard thing happening together. Yeah. Bearded bromance. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Oh, well, my, my coffee cup is, is running low. My uh, green tea matcha latte is mm -hmm. running low as well, so might be time well, to wrap it up. It is. We're well, gonna take a walk up in Northwest Twenty Third before we take yeah, off. Yeah, I get a free refill of my coffee, so I might do it. You should. Um, so your matcha latte, one to five, what would you give it? You know, honestly, I don't drink a lot of matcha lattes. It was one of those things that kind of struck me today, and I was like, yeah, I want to try that. I've, mm -hmm. Just because I've been trying coffee like crazy all over the place. Mm -hmm. Not trying. I mean, I love coffee, but. You know, in Portland, I'm like, I want to get the full experience yeah. of all the palettes. <laughs> um, it's good. It's really good. It's a little sweet, but I had asked for a vanilla because I wasn't sure if it was sweet already. So, so that might have just been my bad. So maybe like a four? Uh, yeah, about a four. Cool. Yeah, four point two. It's pretty good. Are we doing? Are we doing decimals? Let's here? do math. Oh, let's <laughs> never do that. Um, I would say yeah. four point five out of five. That's pretty damn good. Yeah. So well, this conversation. Well done, coffee time. Well done. Has helped my mood a little bit. Good, I can tell you were a little cranky. That was a little emotional. Just a little emotional. Um, I'm allowed to be emo. I sort of feel like you're more emotional in our relationship than I am sometimes. Maybe. I just need to listen to some saves the day and that brings my... bring And drink some coffee and that brings my mood up. That's weird. <laughs> that's weird. That is like the last thing I would do to make myself in a better mood. But that's, Listen to saves the day? Yeah. I haven't listened to saves the day in forever. Yeah. But... Well. Cheers to uh, Portland. Let's clink our coffee cups. Okay. Mine's empty, but I'll get some in a right. second. It's been fun. It's been fun. All right. We'll see you in Albuquerque. See you in Albuquerque. <laughs>